When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm here, as always. It's going to be as always. I think I'm going to do a bunch of these solo without Chester. Not solo, like literally solo. I should interview myself about the Jets, but we already already recorded the Jets. Or like do a voice and I'll be the Miami Dolphins fan. I'll pretend to be the Dolphins guy. Anyway, we're talking about the Ravens today. As you already know from the way too long title, it'll say like T5... The episode number, which is like 400 or 500 or something of 32 fans. There's a lot in the titles and Chester loves the ties. So there's like the title is very long. But it's Baltimore Ravens. And we're here with a first time Ravens fan. Well, not like the first time that he's a fan of the Ravens, but the first time he's on this podcast representing the Ravens or really representing anything. He is his first time on this podcast, but it's not his first time on any podcast because, you know, him from RHAP. Or from Twitter, it's Baltimore Ravens fan Jason Reed. Jason, how are you? Akiva, I'm great. I think you uh you mistitled it. It's the uh, 19 straight preseason game winning Baltimore Ravens. That's right. That's right. Uh, I, it's funny because it, it would it, the streak would be funnier if it was a really bad team. If it was yeah. like the Panthers or or the Lions or someone who was sort of irrelevant, but they won every preseason game, and it would be like, oh my god, why can't this just you know. Why can't they play like this during the regular season? The fact that it's a good team just has a lot of people talking about like, well, is Harbaugh the greatest coach of all time? Because like he could get third stringers to beat anybody. Yeah, the man can't lose a preseason game. I think I remember a stat saying that the 0-16 Lions went 4-0 mm-hmm. in the preseason. Absolutely. So, you know, we know what that's worth. Yeah, it'll basically never be done again because there's really only three preseason games now, and I bet soon there'll be two. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, so, Jason, since this is your first uh, first time talking Ravens on the show, uh, tell me and everyone else, uh, how are you a Ravens fan? Because I know some Ravens fans who are not not from Baltimore. And, and you know, we know fans of a lot of teams uh, of the 32 who are not from uh, that city. So are, how are you? Fra- how are you a Ravens fan? Uh, so I moved to Baltimore in 1998 from uh, Virginia. So it was like a small town of Virginia. So we didn't really. I wasn't really a football fan until I moved to Baltimore, which, you know, in 1998, we had a team for about two years then. So it was a pretty big deal when I got there. Um, So, you know, we started kind of immersing ourselves into football culture. So, you know, it was a, it was a good time. I I spent my time not really into it. Like 
because Papa John's of the pizza chain was like offering a dollar off for every touchdown. So I would watch the game to track how many touchdowns there were and try to convince my mother to mm-hmm. buy me pizza the next day. So that was how I kind of started mm-hmm. watching the game. And then I was like, oh, I actually kind of like this. When before that, it was, I had really no interest in football, period. What would Papa John's offer a dollar for nowadays? Uh, so as far as what? I don't know. I'm not, Well, Papa John himself would be for like, like something bad like every player a power job like for every n-word you hear on exactly on it would broadcast. be per slur a dollar off or like yeah. uh you know every it's it's every player who kneels for the flag it's another dollar you have to pay for the pizza it's i think is what he'd dollar. do <laughs> it's like it is a 30 dollar pizza now because half the team was kneeling um all right yeah that's okay so that's fun yeah that's a good way to get kids in i remember when i was i used to go to nick's games with my dad and I didn't I'm not a Knicks fan. I'm a Spurs fan, even though I've never been to San Antonio, as we've covered many times on this podcast. And I um, we everyone would get very into there was like free some chain restaurant would have free food if the Knicks allowed under. I want to say 100 points. So like the fans would at all the games I went to that year, the fans would be way more into that than like the Knicks would be down like, you know, 97 to 82. Or maybe even, uh, I wonder if it was even lower because bas- remember basketball scores like were so much lower. I, I wonder if it was something like 85 points. The Knicks said they'll under 85 or 90. I'll look into that. Yeah, after. something hard to attain for that yeah, time. Something, well, something that time maybe was more doable, but now would be like literally impossible. That's that's what I think, yeah. but I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, anyway, trading like obesity for football fandom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Madison Square Garden crowd. That's all they had to root for then and pretty much for a lot of the last 30 years. So, um, all right. So, uh, so you're a lifelong Ravens fan in the sense that uh, basically as long as the team has been existent in the area, minus a year or two, you've been rooting for the pretty Ravens much. and it's been a pretty sweet ride. Um, uh, so I had to wait two years for a Super Bowl title. That's not bad. Oh well, yeah. Two years for a Super Bowl. Two years title. of fandom. Yeah, that's right. You, you get it. You get another one. Now it's been a, uh, 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 a few minutes since since you guys have won it all again. Yeah. Where w- general sort of state of the union heading into the season? How are you feeling about the team? I'm feeling cautiously optimistic. I think for the last few years, that's been kind of the attitude of Ravens fans, um, especially if, you know, we've had heartbreaking losses the last three years. So it's, you know, it's uh, it, we, we come in with trepidation. We know we have a good team. It's just about executing what we need to execute. Where do you fall on uh, Alex and I are going to at some point, possibly tonight, although people might not hear it for a while. Maybe they'll already have heard it. I don't know the order that these come out in. Where do you fall on the general sort of like uh, the Lamar hot take consensus in terms of long term? Do you think like 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 will Lamar Jackson be the quarterback of this team in like 2026? And and then I guess further like. How many QBs in the league would you take over Lamar for this season only? For this season, I would probably take, oh my gosh, I'd take Patrick Mahomes for sure. Okay. Um, gosh, what, do I want to take it? Do I want to take a younger, like a Justin Fields? I don't think so. No, Lamar's um, young think, enough. Yeah, Lamar's young. I think, I think I'm going to go with Lamar at about two or three. I don't think I'd take many people over him. Mm-hmm. He, of course, needs to get his, you know, his passing, you know, locked in but other than that i think he makes you know makes good plays so i think i think i'm good with him at would you rather would you rather have him than aaron Rodgers just for one year or would you rather have Rodgers? just for one just, just for, for this one year. year yeah just for 2021 
Yeah, I'll take Rodgers. That's the pinpoint accuracy of Rodgers, I think, gives me a lot a lot to work with. Uh, but you also have to think about what you're working with as far as receivers there. But Rodgers can make receivers out of anyone. Ooh, imagine so. how angry those Ravens receivers would make Rodgers. He'd be hosting Jeopardy <laughs> by September 15th if he had the Ravens receivers, Aaron Rodgers. Hollywood Brown would have been off the team already. <laughs> Uh, if, like Des Bryant last year, he would have, he may have just oh retired and gone. kicked him out of the stadium. <laughs> he honestly, Rogers would have like a tried to fight him or be just like left and retired mid game. It would have been very yeah, funny. No, you need to go. You need to leave the stadium. <laughs> not no, don't sit on the bench. Yeah, just no. leave. <laughs> no, and don't nobody give this guy a ticket. Do not let him watch from the, from the stands. You are um, never allowed to throw up an X ever in your life. Des is not, not even why you're watching like Black Panther anymore. <laughs> he's not on a roster, Des, right? I don't think he is. No, I believe he's out. He's he's not anywhere right now. I think I think this might be it for Des. He's going to be looking for a media job at this point, Des. Um, oh God, uh, who hired him for a media job? <laughs> one more, uh, uh, Russ or Lamar, one year only. I will take. I'll take Russ. You're, you're misproving my point here, Akiva. <laughs> well. I, I think it's so close. Should I kill a spider? When you say that's... for one year, when you say for one year, yes. Yeah. Like, you know. There's a spider. I do you think Lamar is a future of the team? Do you think I should oh, kill really? it just in case it's like dangerous? Murder it. I should. I got I promise like I need a I mean not everybody turns into Spider-Man when they get bit by a spider. I know. Oh here. I found, luckily my shoe, because I'm a slob, my shoe is next to the record the that might have been worse. I might have just made it angrier because I hit it, but it fell down. I don't know if it's dead or alive. Anyway, it could enjoy the, the like Cheeto or whatever that my son dropped next to my desk. Um, That'd be a good distraction. <laughs> all right. That's been the spider minute. Um, I So I just started something. I I did this in 2019. I didn't have time to do it last year because the season you know started almost like, hey, I, didn't, I, I never thought the season was going to happen. And then it sort of just started in 2020. But um, I call it the two to 53. I rank the cores of every team in the NFL. I don't do all 53. I just do uh, top 10 guys and then maybe like also receiving votes. And I put them in order of how I, I guess the the my my sort of uh, like rubric I'm working with is like. If, if the Ravens had to protect guys for an expansion draft, there's like a mysterious 33, 33rd team entering the NFL. Like, who would they protect? Uh, so it's really okay. like the quality of players, but age is factored in contract a little bit. So I'm going to tell you what I came up with. And you'll tell me because the Ravens were the first team I did because I knew we were talking tonight. So I wanted to get them done with. So I'm going to I'll tell you my top 10 and you could stop me. You could tell me if I'm off, if I'm if I'm on the right track, who I'm missing, who is not so good. OK, so these are people that you want to protect. And if I don't think they should be protected, I tell you, basically, it, it's, it's sort of top 10 players. It's really the top 10 players on the team with age factored in. Is basically okay. how it, you know, so like Calais Campbell, yeah, I don't no. think he could even make the top 10, even if he's like maybe the third or fourth best player on the team, just because he's so old. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Age, yeah. Um, and and the offensive linemen like are interesting, but like Villanueva is sort old. of like a league average tackle who's not young. And Zeitler's yeah. been on like seven teams. Been around and, a long time. Yeah, like he yeah. is a very good player. He's probably one of the 10 best players on the team. But like I didn't include they didn't include those guys. And then like. I'll tell you what I think it, you know, it means for the Ravens. And you could tell me that I'm wrong. So Lamar is one. The quarterback, if it's your quarterback's not number one in this exercise, it's usually terrible. That means like Drew Locke is your quarterback. Because even right, if your quarterback is bad, they you should it should be the first person you're protecting. Unless you could get someone off the street who could replicate it. Then I have Ronnie Stanley two. Yep. Okay. Mark Andrews three. Mark uh yeah. Okay. I'll go mm -hmm. with that. 
sometimes it's hard to put place the rookies, but because it's kind of an older team, especially on defense, except the linebackers, I put the two first round picks now, Bateman and Oa. How have, do you know? Do you have an idea of how they've looked so far in the preseason and training camp? Uh, so Bateman's injured. He won't be back until like late September, probably. So we haven't seen a lot of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Owa has been uh, impressing in training camp. So I think he's a good one to put on that list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, ben Cleveland is a, uh, is a rookie. I think he's going to be, he's like a, he's like a freaking mountain from game of Thrones. Yeah. So I think he's a, he's a good person to maybe put on that list, but depending on what else you got from me. Yeah, no, I actually didn't. I did not include, I usually like, all right, first, second round pick. I'm there. You guys had two first round picks this year, which is uh, mm-hmm. yep. uh, pretty solid for, especially for a team that was really good. A lot of times you'll see like a Seahawks Patriots type team. Like they have to, you know, make a move, you know, and trade out of the first round or something. Um, yeah. Ben, uh, Ben Cleveland. Where's Ben Cleveland? Oh, oh, oh I see. Oh, cause he's, you know why? Cause he's on the NFI list. So I missed him. Cause he's on the non-football injury. Does he have COVID or something? Um, I don't think he does. I'm not yeah. sure why he's. But he, he wasn't. Oh, is he supposed to start? I didn't see him listed with the starter. He's he's a projected starter. So okay. He's at the, the the official depth chart right now has Ben Powers ahead of him, but he's projected to be starting mm-hmm. um when the season opens. Yeah. So that's a pretty solid top five. But then I thought it got a little interesting. I had Marquise six, just because like at a certain point you need. I don't love Marquise Brown. Maybe yeah, depending on what else you have there, I wouldn't put him in top 10, but I want to hear what else you got. But I, I just think also like you, sh- they showed last year, like they really need two guys who can two receivers who can catch to like, you know, they're going to, they might have to win three playoff games. Uh, Marlon Humphreys and Marcus Peters. I have both corners. Yeah. Neither of them are. I mean, I guess Marlon's only in the fifth year. Peters is old. I have, I have Dobbin sandwich between them. And then I have Bradley Bozeman, who is uh, the converted center for this year. Right. He plays center in college. We had center issues last year, so mm-hmm. we'll see how how well he does. So if he if he is successful, I'll say for sure he's on that top ten. Yeah, I mean he played right. He played for Alabama, like you said, right? He was a center in college. They moved him over. He played. I think he was like a league average guard last year, as far as I could tell. And uh, and you now know who I might put on that list yeah. that you don't have mm-hmm. is Patrick Ricard. Okay, Patrick Ricard. Make the case for Patrick Ricard. So he's he's a. He's one, he's we're one of the only teams in the league to play fullback, and he's many times been like used as a receiver, like a you know on a trick play, he'll mm-hmm. get past the line and and catch a ball in the end zone. He just really kind of burrows in and gets gets a hole in for the running back to get through. So he's he's done a very good job. So I would put him in the top ten. Yeah, Ricard looked good last year, but you guys also drafted another fullback, right? Yeah, but we don't. We I think he's not going to make the cut. Oh, he's not even going to make the team. You think? I picked nah, him. He's a fifth we're, round we're, pick. Well, yeah, word is he's not going to make the make the uh, make the squad. I mean, if you pick a fullback in the fifth round and they don't make the team, well, luckily this is like a winning organization. If like a bad team did that, they'd be like, all right, fire the GM. You know yeah. what I like looking at every year, like morbidly, like who is the highest drafted player to be cut? Some yeah. years they'll be like yeah. someone who like they get the camera. But do you it's count like, if it's like a if it's a domestic issue or something? I, do you still I, count? I don't that? really. Or are you looking that. for bad play? I'm usually looking for bad play. One, like every year or two, you'll get like a mental health issue where they'll get him in camp and it's clear like the college coaches didn't mention, but oh, by the way, he's like not a functioning adult and, you know, he's not going to be able to handle yeah. the rigors of the NFL. So that happens, I'd say, maybe three or four times a decade. But um, no, it's just like, oh, uh, the Jets did it with uh, with the third round, um, with a third round uh, pass rusher. Was it last year or two years ago where they drafted they drafted a pass rusher 
And he didn't, not only did he not make the team, like he didn't, he was like cut in, you know, like after the first preseason game, they're like, oh, this guy is not. Uh, he's the guy they just like, we're just like, he's way too lazy to be a football player. Like, I, I feel think, like that was, I, I think I remember I, hearing that. Yeah. Um, it wasn't Zuniga. That's the guy now. I'm now I'm blanking on his name. I'll come up with it. That's why it's, it's, it's nice when I have a second, when it was like Chester's like, all right, Chester says something. I got to look up this guy's name. Uh, <laughs> So is this like a parallel to mystery relevant? Like instead of who got drafted last, like who got drafted is going to get cut first. Yeah, that is good. That, I have to come up with a good name for it. That is, that is good, but it could be, I mean, fifth round, you will see a fifth rounder to cut every year. I think last year there was like two, but yeah, he could be Shaq. Uh, ben Mason could be, uh, could be not Mr. Relevant. Like, um, and a Mr. King problematic. of the, Mr. Problematic King of the cuts, maybe something like that. Although, yeah, so he can't make it. A lot of teams have no fullbacks, so it was interesting. Like, I don't know what their thought process was because yeah. Ricardo's a good player. He does play a little bit of defense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, he switch hits sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, especially now with 17 games, I want to see more switch hitters. I want to see more guys who just like, you know, maybe like you're like the, you're the third guard and you're like the third string nose tackle, you know? You like, you yeah. don't start <laughs> on both sides, but like, I'm a, it'd be very useful if you could play both sides of the ball. Yeah, you play half the snaps on offense, half snaps on defense. Like, yeah. you, you know, you don't play all the snaps on both sides, but you get in there when we need when we when someone needs a, a breather. The what I'm not allowed to mention the O words, but the the sporting event that ended like two weeks ago. The <laughs> British guy who announced on on the website, so like the IOC's uh, own announcer, not the NBC announcers, who I would never criticize. The um, he was pronouncing. Uh, th- there's a guy, there's a, there's a, there's a sprinter named Kenny Bednarik. Okay. Kenny and Bednarik. Okay. Kenny Bednarik. Okay. Regular college kid. Very good. He won the uh, uh, silver medal in the 200 meters. Um, he was calling him Bainarak. Like the D is silent. And it just <laughs> made me laugh because like, I, it's not like the most common U.S. name, but like Chuck Bednarik was a very famous linebacker. I thought of it because you mentioned we were talking about two-way players, Chuck Bednarik. Mm-hmm. Famous two-way player. And it's like, I guess he's, I guess this brand, brand of British track guy has never heard of Chuck Bednarik, but like, well, where I come from, we don't pronounce the D's in names. I, that, but that like, just the, like the confidence that this is a silent D when it's not, it was so crazy to me. It's like this guy, A, there's like nobody helping him clearly. Like he's just announcing Olympic track and field, like without a booth, without somebody who could like help him. Like he can slide my man of paper, like pronounce the D. I don't think there was a person. I, I think that those announcers were doing it from like, from like their house, the way we're doing this on zoom. They just sent them like, it was like Rob, like they sent them like one microphone. It was like, God bless. <laughs> um, I will now pronounce my name, Jason Ree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's uh, Kenny Bainerak, the silent D. Um, all right. So uh, who else did I want to ask you about on this team? Oh, I, so when I was looking at the team, you know, there's the linebacking core is probably the youngest group on the team, except for maybe receiver. And I couldn't believe some of the reports from Patrick Queen in particular last year's first round pick. He had like mm-hmm. the lowest pro football focus grade of any player in the NFL, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't uh, you know, there are other there are other young guys. I think all are starting are Malik Harris and Tyus Bowser. So what do you think about the linebackers and in particular Patrick Queen? Uh, Patrick Queen, he's, he's, he has reported, you know, he got trouble for looking, you know, in the in the backfield or wherever he was looking when he was supposed to be looking at his assignment. But I do think that he will um, step up in his second year. Uh, he had a really great game, the first preseason game against the Saints. Uh, we had like six turnovers. I think he was responsible for one or two of those. Uh, so I think he's going to step up this year. 
I just couldn't believe how bad. And any of those uh, the other guys excite you, like Harrison or Bowser, or not really? Um, I like Harrison. Uh, I like uh, I like Odafi Owe. He he also impressed in the first preseason game. Where our our defense was fantastic. Um, I'm excited to see what uh, Justin Houston is going to do this year. You know, he's probably I'm sure he's you know he's a very very older player. So I'm excited to see what he's going to do. But uh, I believe he I, I don't think his his production has really dropped off a lot in recent years. So I'm excited to see what that's about. I think. Oh, yeah. I think those old, uh, yeah, Houston is turning 32, which honestly, I, would, I think we probably both would have guessed more than that. I would yeah, have guessed more than 32. So. But um, I think those it guys- seems like he's been around forever. It does. I think those guys age well. If like, hey, we just need you to rush the passer like 350 times this year, like play half the snaps. Like, yeah, he's not going to be a starter. He, he's no. he's going to be in there with, with uh, Pernell McPhee, so I don't think it's going to be, you know. Yes. He's not going to be an every down player. Yeah, he's not going to be there on 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 first and 10 usually. He's not going to be there on obvious running down, mm-hmm. second and one, whatever. Right. Um, But I think those guys age better than most football players, where you could lay out, like, you'll just run, rush the quarterback, and, like, at the end of the year, it's like, oh, he has nine and a half sacks, even though he's, like, you know, only there half the time. It is crazy yep. how many old guys they have. Calais Campbell, Wolf, mm-hmm. Williams, Pernell yep. McPhee. Brandon Houston. Williams, yeah. These guys have all been around forever. It's funny. I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad. You know, we've been talking a lot about like it's a longer season. And and for elite teams like the Ravens, the season is even like, well, now there's only one bye. So we're talking 21 right. games, which no NFL team has ever had to play before, possibly just to make the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know if it's like, do you want to be young? Do you want to be old? Probably just better to be deep, right? Like just to have like, you know, uh, a lot of depth. Um, we, we, were, uh, we were talking about backup quarterbacks like a week or two ago. Mm. Who first of all, who is who is set to back up Lamar? Is it Trace McSorley? Is it Huntley? And do you have any degree uh, of confidence in them? So McSorley is out right now. He's injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but Huntley played in the uh, preseason game last night and he really impressed. He played a little bit in the first one too, and the impressive. He's kind of he's kind of a uh carbon copy of Lamar Jackson, both in play style and in kind of looks. Mm-hmm. Like you, you might, if you're not paying attention, you might think Lamar Jackson's out there. Um but yeah, obviously he's not as good as Jackson, but I think he really fits. He kind of fits his play style. So I think pretty much now he's cemented himself as the number two there. And I think uh, if if he was called upon, he could do well. So you don't think it would be an, ab- an abject disaster if, if Lamar misses no. two games or something? I don't think so. I mean, and who knows, you know, with freaking Lamar and his vaccination mm-hmm. status, he very well might have to play this year. Mm-hmm. So Lamar, is he is he officially not vaccinated? Lamar, is that a... Uh... Is that the, the last that we street? heard, he was not vaccinated. Okay. All right. Uh, he Jason... said he had to do some personal research to find out whether or not he mm-hmm. should be vaccinated. <laughs> is that on? Like... He's gotten COVID. He's gotten COVID twice. Yeah, that is true. And both times he has had bad symptoms uh, mm-hmm. from the COVID. But it didn't sell. It, it is interesting. I feel like everyone has had COVID zero times or three times. That's my philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody's gotten it once. Like there's certain people that are just like susceptible to getting it. Probably mostly on vax. Like vax people probably haven't had it twice. Um. But yeah, it is funny that uh, like it finds certain people. Uh, I guess not that funny like for older people, but yeah, the, like it, yeah. It, it is interesting. Um, so let's play a game called the schedule game, Jason. Uh, okay, we, let's do it. Uh, and we're gonna go week by week, all seventeen games, and you just tell me win or loss. You give a reason if you want, but you don't have to. Yep. Uh, and and uh, I I like doing it because it gives me a feel of like all right, you know, it's fun to talk about like oh this team looks very good and Lamar's good, but like let's see, you know, when when it comes down to it, we're in our pretend wins and losses. How are they gonna do? 
Um, all right, so you start with Monday Night Football. I believe that's a, a solo Monday night game this year, right? ESPN opted yep. to not do right. the doubleheader for reasons I'm not sure about. So you're in Vegas for the first Vegas game ever with a full stadium. I think that's a win. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, Easy win to me. Yeah. And then I think this is like, it, it's week two, uh, Sunday Night Football on NBC. It's at home. I think I would like call it maybe the best game of the year on the schedule just purely like i these are my top two teams i think it's i don't think you could have a better game this year than like maybe you could have a bigger tv game if it was like dallas against green bay or something would do better ratings but like i think this is the best game on the schedule i'm shocked that it's a week two game and and congrats to nbc for getting it (laughs) so what do you think hosting the chiefs week two yeah, uh, so my worry here is that the offensive line has not played like together at all mm-hmm. since they've been reformed because um, we've had a few people out in preseason and in training camp. So I think due to that reason, it's going to be a loss. Um, but I still think it's going to be an exciting game, but I think it's going to be a loss. Yeah, and all, for, a completely new re- right side of the line, as we referenced before, right? Zeitler and Villanueva are new. And mm-hmm. Bozeman's moving over. So really, uh, w- was the left, and you're saying the left guard might be Ben Cleveland, who's a, who's a rookie, so. Right. So the only guy who's and Ronnie Stan is going to be coming back from, all right, and from Stanley missed just barely. Yeah. Was Stanley. How he's, many games did he miss last he'll year? He'll probably be back for the first year for the first, uh, first game. Mm-hmm. It will probably be the first time he's had action so far this year. Do, were you saying to yourself like later in the year, you know, if we had Stanley, like maybe we're in the Super Bowl? Uh, no, I wasn't saying that uh, for, you know, mm-hmm. for that one reason. Cause you, you really saw it with, with the Ravens. There was definitely, uh, there was definitely like a decrease in quality of, of Lamar's play. He just had less time. You know, and I, I, I watch um, almost every Ravens game. Cause I watch football Sunday at uh, the house of Ravens fan. And he invites over a few more Ravens fans. So I, I probably saw more Ravens than jets last year. Cause they were so bad. Oh really? And you could really <laughs> tell once Ronnie went down, it was. Uh, yeah. He was running for his life. Just about every, every play. And, yeah, I mean, so it is an injury prone line. I got Villanueva, Tricky, Zeitler, but like week one, if everyone's healthy, that this is one of the better lines in the league for sure. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm just worried that they won't have gelled by week two perfectly. So I, I would say that's going to be an issue. Yeah. So then they go to Detroit and Denver. What do you think about those games? Two of the week. Two easy teams wins. Okay. So yeah, three and one. Wins. A lot of Ravens on national TV early because you host the Colts on Monday night. No bigger rivalry between the, the Ravens and the Colts, yeah. the two Baltimore teams. I'm, I'm going to go for another win. Mm-hmm. And then they host the Chargers. I think I think that's a win, but I think it's going to be a tough win. Mm-hmm. I think the Chargers are a pretty decent team this year. It's going to be first going to be a decent team this year. Yeah, first six games you play the whole uh, AFC West. Weird schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before the bye, they host the Bengals, the five and one Ravens against the. What do you think they are then? Um, oh, I don't know the schedule, but I'll say two and three. Okay. <laughs> two, they had a buy. We're predicting that they had a buy. Oh, they had a buy already. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I'm not sure. I don't know. So two or two and three or three and three. Let's give them that. Mm-hmm. And and who wins? Uh, I think Ravens win. I, I don't think the Bengals are really going to be a match for the Ravens this year. Yeah. And they have a week eight buy. I, I was looking at the buys yesterday. There are teams that have a buy that the, the Sunday that's December 12th, which sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. It's week 14. I know the season's yeah. a week long. It goes into January. <laughs> that just seems too late. You know, right. we should be we should be almost to the playoffs. By the way. I mean, it's good if you're if you're a good team, but I feel like you could run yeah. out of gas or something. Um, all right. So, so the six and one Ravens come out and they they face Alex Chester's beloved Minnesota Vikings. Tough, tough game, but I think it's going to be a win. Mm-hmm. And then a short week, you're in Miami on that Thursday nighter game. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not scared of the Dolphins. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we're going to take a win on that. Eight and one at this point, you're like, yeah, you Super Bowl game in L.A. Do I have any friends in L.A. I could stay at? Yeah, whose house can I go to? Um. All right. So eight and one, and then um, at Chicago. Uh, I will be saying we're going to take a win there. Okay. Well, I mean, the, at this point, it's seven wins in a row, eight wins in a row. Just break listen, up. Listen, that's not my fault. Listen, no, no, it's, I'm not. Listen, we we once had a Giants fan troll us and predict 16 and 0, but he did it very slowly. Like he like, uh, <laughs> like, casu- like really like thought about every game and like gave us reasons and like it came out of nowhere. It was very funny. But uh, we, we, we used to track. We don't do it anymore because we don't play the schedule game every episode. We used to track like what fans opinion of the team or if you like put all 30 together and they're like, Oh wow. I don't know how this is possible, but like teams, like these teams are going to win 61% of their games. Like the two, the 30 yeah. NFL teams are, you know, somehow there's going to be 61 wins for every 39 loss. It's crazy. Um, but the Ravens are good at least. So, um, yeah. okay. And then hosting the Browns this is also supposed to be Sunday night. Although I guess that's flexible by then. Browns, I think is our toughest competitor in the division. Mm. Now you do have them two um, so, weeks from now, so the, the trick of the scheduling right. game is you give them a, if you give them a loss now, are you going to have them being swept in two weeks? Right. So for this week, I'm going to give us a win. Mm-hmm. And then at Pittsburgh and Cleveland, very tough stretch here. Yeah, we we play Steelers tough. Um, the Steelers play us tough, but I'm going to give us a win again. Uh, yeah, five of your last six, uh, five of your six divisional games are after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm, uh, Wait, so you had you had them beating the the Browns and the Steelers? Yep. Okay, and then at Cleveland. So I want to I want to split with the Browns. So I'm going to okay. give us a loss there. So now the end of end of the ten game winning streak, you're now eleven and eleven game. Uh, you know, no ten. You're now eleven and two. And I said the schedule's hard. You have the Browns twice, the Steelers, and then you host the Packers. Lamar versus yeah, Rodgers. Packers. Yeah, I think I'm going to give us a loss there. I think okay. I think their offense is just too high powered. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and with our with our style, if we don't have the pass game up by then, I think we're going to be running behind, basically. Okay, so eleven and game. three, and then you go to Cincinnati. I'm gonna give us another win there. We sweep the Bengals. Sweep the Bengals. Now we're into 2022. It's the future. Hosting the Rams and the Steelers to end the regular season. Uh, so Rams are tough. Rams are tough. I'm going to give us a loss there. Mm-hmm. So it's the fourth loss. You're 12 and four. And now, is this game, what do you think? Is this game for the division or the Steelers in the 11th? So this is tough. This is tough, right? I think the Steelers might be fighting for their lives. Mm -hmm. And depending on anything else, we might be kind of like, do we need to play all our starters? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But so Uh, you, but you might not be locked into a spot just right. I mean, let's say the Chiefs are 14. I mean, it could be locked into the two seed. Right. At this, at this point. Depending on what the Browns do, we could be, we could be ahead of the division. Oh, are you ner- Are you more so? You're more worried about Cleveland than Pittsburgh, not just playing Cleveland, but overall. Oh, 100. Interesting. Yeah, 100. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm I think definitely that, more worried I, about the Browns. I mean, I that I think that goes with like the the Browns are predicted to finish hard, and the Steelers this year they have a, you know, the the Browns over under wins is ten and a half, the Steelers is eight and a half. So it's I mean, not, I think Big Ben is Big Ben is the deciding factor here. We would you take Baker Mayfield or Ben Roethlisberger? I know, like Baker it's Mayfield funny. Ben. ben is like, I haven't heard all those like crazy rumblings you usually hear about where it's like. You know, Ben's back doesn't work. Ben, you know, like Ben is unable to walk to the car every morning. Like it seems like he's healthy. I don't know. He played okay in the preseason last week. I don't again, also the 17 game schedule. That's rough on a on a 39 year old Ben Roethlisberger. And you know, Ben, he's gonna be broken down at some point. He's probably gonna mm-hmm. be playing broken down and oh, telling no everybody about it. Yes, yes, absolutely. 
Well, he doesn't tell anybody anything, but it'll just. Well, you know, I'm playing with a broken back. I just yeah. wanted to say that. Um, but I will say for this last game, yeah, I think the Steels might be fighting for their lives. Mm-hmm. We might have not much to play for. We may be resting starters. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and give the Steelers a win there and give us a loss. Okay, so 12 and five Ravens. That's probably like uh, he's probably still win the division at 12 and five. Probably the two of the yeah. three seed in the AFC. Their over under is 11. So you have them going over. The only teams with numbers higher than 11, the, the Bills also have an 11. The only teams with numbers higher than 11. We haven't done a good team yet, Jason, just FYI. We've uh, we really started from bottoms up and now we're just like whenever, you know, guests are available. So we have not. This right. is the first of any of our top 13 teams we're discussing. The Ravens are tied for two. If people are wondering, although you'll see that in the uh, in the uh, podcast description, they're tied with the, the Bucks behind uh, the Chiefs. I had them at three behind Tampa, but I. I think I flipped that since I've really gone through the rosters. I think I would have Tampa after Baltimore two three. Um, anyway, and uh, their their Super Bowl odds are twelve to one, which honestly don't look so bad because uh, the Chiefs are four and a half and the Bucks are six and a half. So yeah, that's if if I think the Bucks. I mean the the NFC. I it, this is I haven't dropped this take yet, but I think the AFC is much better than the NFC. Very easy to say now that the AFC is like thirty and two against the NFC in the preseason as we speak. Uh, and people are no. Oh, listen, like, we got the Bills, Titans, mm-hmm. yeah, the know, Ravens who are us. unstoppable in the preseason, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chiefs, yeah, unstoppable, Chiefs, you know. I- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.